Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fluff Stuff. I'm Hannah, and today we're going to be talking about some of the craziest things people have sued over, including makeup, shoes, and iced coffee. Stay tuned to the end of the episode for a tangent about public restrooms. Enjoy the episode. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about the topic of frivolous litigation. Are you familiar with frivolous litigation? I don't think I have ever heard that term in my entire life. (laughs) I hadn't either until I was trying to find a word for like what I wanted to talk about. Turns out there is a a phrase. Oh. Frivolous litigation. This is according to Wikipedia, a.k.a. the website that got me through college. Um, (laughs) Frivolous litigation is the use of legal processes with apparent disregard for the merit of one's own arguments. Oh. So basically, it's just when people sue other people over stupid shit. Yes. (laughs) And it's hilarious. So I've read a few articles and compiled some of the funnier ones. And we're just going to talk about dumb people and the things that they sue over. Yes. So let's get into it. Um, So I'm going to start with some lawsuits mentioned in an article on Yahoo Finance, which apparently Yahoo still exists. I had no idea. Yeah, my mom gets a lot of her news from Yahoo. Really? I literally did not know it still existed. Yeah. It's there, and I read an article from them. Um, So this is just an article about crazy lawsuits and ridiculous payouts. So the first one, a woman in Chicago sued for $5 million against Starbucks in 2016 because she said they put too much ice in their iced drinks. Yeah, so I've heard of this. What year is this? Um, This one says 2016. I think a lot of people have sued Starbucks over their ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so – and I'd heard that too, but I didn't ever have details. So basically, she's saying that the drinks are – supposed to be 24 ounces, but with the ice, she says that there's only 14 ounces of fluid. She's saying like she's only getting – she's getting 10 less ounces of beverage because of the ice is basically her 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 complaint, mm-hmm. which is like a fair complaint. However, is it enough to sue for $5 million? Yeah, that's a bit much. Like maybe $5 for the cup of coffee. Right. Like, hey, there's not enough liquid in here. I want my money back. Like, sure. Yeah. Like, that's – I mean, I would never do that, but, you know. Mm-hmm. So basically the case was dismissed by a federal judge. It was actually named the most frivolous lawsuit by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Institute for Legal Reform. Interesting. Yeah. So basically these people are just wasting a lot of time and money. Oh, yeah, um, of course. Um, so I've heard of this case and mm-hmm. it was it's interesting because – I don't know if it's around that time or not, but a lot of the, like, sometimes I'll come up on TikTok or, like, a random Facebook or Snapchat video or whatever, and Mm -hmm. it's, like, they take a tall thing from Starbucks, no ice, and then they have, like, a venti cup full of ice, and they pour it in there, and it matches perfectly, so it's, like... Right. You're only getting a tall's worth of liquid. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But you're paying for a venti, which yep. like the iced coffee cups are bigger than the the hot, mm-hmm. right? Like a tall iced cup is a little bit bigger than a tall hot. Or does it oh. just look that way? They look bigger to me. Well, I think either way, a venti is still the same size. 
No matter if you get hot or cold. The same ounces? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. But I don't don't know. Well, I think that the point that they were making in this article was that you could just ask for light ice. (laughs) Or no ice. (laughs) Or no ice. Because they add add a set amount of ice. They have a little scooper thing. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, you know. But you know that. And you buy the drink anyway. So why sue somebody about it? (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I just wanted to see if they would get $5 million. Exactly. And there's no freaking way. Yeah. So... Okay, the next one is a man in Missouri who also filed a $5 million lawsuit. I don't know why that's the big number, $5 million, <laughs> um, against the Hershey Company. Oh. In 2017, he claimed they intentionally sell partially full packages of, like, Whoppers and Reese's and stuff. Oh, okay. Which, like, I don't – or, I'm sorry, Reese's Pieces. So I'm picturing, like, the boxes of candy, like, at movie theaters. Uh-huh. Because I don't know where else you'd get them and they're just in a container. Like a package. So I think it must be the boxes of candy have well, air in them. Yeah. Or if he's talking about, because I know, like, do you, do you ever go to, like, that part of Target where it's just the candy and stuff? And they have, like, the bags of uh, Reese's Pieces and Whoppers and stuff. Yeah. It could be those. Yeah. yeah. The individual bags. But, like, even in the box, you get uh, so much Whoppers and so much Reese's. Like, Well, yeah. And, and the amount of product is still correctly listed on the box right the box is just bigger Mm -hmm. for probably shipping purposes i don't know there's probably a reason that's (laughs) why they do that with chips yep but there's still whatever however many fluid ounces of whatever in the in the jug or whatever you're buying yeah extra space Mm -hmm. so anyways the result was the case was obviously thrown out because that's stupid Mm -hmm. um they concluded that the plaintiff wasn't actually harmed because they went through his like purchasing history over the course of a decade they found out that he bought over 600 packages of candy what (laughs) so like he was clearly buying it it was fine but just decided i guess basically he wanted his money back plus damages for the empty space in the package (laughs) in how many what's the time frame on that in the course of a decade so i don't know i mean yeah i guess i don't think that's that seems like a lot. But. That seems like a lot. I mean, okay. If I think about it with me, not the most healthiest person, especially at work because we have this stupid thing downstairs that has candy or whatever. I buy it like maybe, maybe one a day. So I guess yeah. if you add that up, that might be 600. That might be Yeah, more. so 600 would, would uh, whittle down to like five a month. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I guess that's not that much. I know. It sounds like a lot. I mean, it is a lot. You bought 600 of them and you're suing about it. So that's no matter how, no matter what the course of time is, that's still a lot of candy. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anyways, that got thrown out as well. Um, There was a group of people in Chicago that sued Home Depot in 2017. And they were mad because their four by four lumber is actually three and a half by three and a half inches. Mm Mm-hmm. I've heard of this. Really? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, a four by four is never a four by four. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The lumber, the lumber suppliers explain that's just what they're called. Yep. And they're actually three and a half by three and a half. That's accurate. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually blew my mind because I learned that from a YouTube video. Like the YouTubers I listen or that I watch every day is Good Mythical Morning. And uh-huh. they, they said that and I was like, wait, what? And yeah. so I like looked it up and I was like, sure enough, it's really not because I've lived my whole life thinking that it was four by four, but that's actually not true. <laughs> so is it just easier to say four by four? Is I guess because because what is it actually? 
Three and a half by three and a half. Yeah, can you imagine? Hey, can you go to Home Depot and give me a couple of those three and a half, three and a halves? It's like, what? Yeah, it's not, it doesn't roll off the tongue. So <laughs> yeah. they just round it up, but people were pissed about it. Yeah, I mean, they've been um, calling it a four by four for years. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the the judge threw that one out too, basically. Um, okay, this one's funny. This is a, a judge that filed a lawsuit. Oh. In 2007, he sued for $67 million uh, against a dry cleaners in Washington, D.C. And here's why. It's because he says they lost a pair of his pants. What? Pants. Yeah, $67 million. <laughs> um, the dry cleaner then found the pants. Uh-huh. And then the judge insisted they were not his <laughs> pants and said that he wanted $1,000 for a new suit. Oh my god. <laughs> so um this was denied. This request was denied and it was ruled in favor of the dry cleaner. And then the judge that filed the lawsuit was actually required to pay the court fees, yep. which was around $1000, which is what he was asking for for his suit. Mhm. And then years later, they decided he had also committed ethics violations in regards to the dry cleaner company. Oh my god. And so they had protective sanctions put in place against the dry cleaner. And uh. the judge the judge was placed on probation for practicing law for two years for, for filing a frivolous lawsuit. So that really backfired on him. Um, yeah, 100%. He had to pay $1,000 and then got <laughs> placed on probation. <laughs> for his pants. A pair of pants. He wanted $67 million. For pants. For yes. pants. A pair of pants which like i mean i'm sure if it was a nice suit even a really nice suit you know yeah the pants might that. yeah they might cost like if i think like christian dior or whatever like four grand but like 67 yeah. million dollars for a pair of pants that you can just go buy christian dior men's pants oh, those are sweatpants suit pants i'm just gonna see how much they cost okay Okay, these men's khaki slacks. Okay, here's some black ones. Black cotton slacks, $1,200 on Christian Dior's website. Yeah, so like um, how much do your pants actually – I mean, I'm pretty sure – I don't know this judge, so I'm not going to judge him. Judge. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure his pants probably are not Christian Dior. and Probably not. So he probably could have just gone to the men's warehouse and bought a new pair of freaking pants. Freaking Kohl's, dude. Yeah. And like, I feel like- 40 dry, bucks. Good to go. Yeah. I feel like dry cleaners probably have some kind of, you know, backup saying like, hey, you, yeah. we're, we're not responsible if we lose a pair of your, your you know, pants, shirt, whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like they probably should have something on there if, if they don't. You would think. Yeah. 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 You would think. Yeah, so that backfired on him. Okay, this is the last one from this Yahoo Finance article that I found. Mm-hmm. Um, this was um, a pimp, <laughs> as in P-I-M-P, mm-hmm. from Oregon. He was imprisoned for curb stomping a, a customer, uh, a prostitution customer, um, who was trying to leave without paying. Okay, so he's in prison. He's um, – so the guy died. Oh, my the, God. The customer, the not – the, like – customer that was trying to leave without paying um so the pimp sued nike in in 2014 claiming that their air jordan sneakers should probably come with a warning that they could be used (gasps) as a dangerous weapon what (laughs) 
This is not true. This is not this true. Is real. This is real. This is real. Oh. Um. So basically what happened was they go to court. Nike sends a lawyer, probably a new intern. intern. <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> the lawyer delivered a 90-second, you know, statement about Uh why this doesn't make any sense the pimp served as his own lawyer Mm -hmm. he rambled for hours (laughs) about his you know his side of the story Mm -hmm. and it according to this yahoo article it was rambling and went off topic quite often and after afterwards the case was quickly dismissed (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine (sighs) you go to the nike store Mm-hmm. You're with your your ten year old son. He's looking for some new basketball shoes. Okay, <laughs> he slides on these shoes, and a, and a worker comes up. He's like, "Hey, man, I gotta. I mean, I'm just gonna warn you right now. Those mm. shoes can be used as a weapon, bro. And it's like, yeah. I gotta tell you that it's it's the law. I gotta tell you that you might curb stomp somebody with those shoes, and they might die. Yeah, and they might die. You might go to jail. So, yeah. for for legal reasons, I do have to disclose that information. Yeah. Comes in a little pamphlet in the box <laughs> with some pictures, some diagram. Caution may cause may cause curb stomping, stomping which, which can fatal <laughs> fatalities. Fatal curb stomping. Please be aware. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. This next one is from an article from thebalancesmallbusiness.com, which is thebalancesmb.com. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's called The Most Ridiculous Lawsuits of All Time. Ooh. So the first one, um, this one happened in 2014. I think you, I figured you'd find this one funny. This woman sued Showtime, CBS, and New York City, the city of New York, <laughs> mm-hmm. for and two transit authorities for an injury she sustained after a fall that was triggered by a scary poster for the TV show Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> basically she's walking through the subway and she sees this big you know those big huge posters yeah. on the wall and there's one for Dexter and she gets spooked so she falls and hurts herself and she tries to sue Showtime CBS the city of New York and two transit authorities <laughs> she got spooked um, she did not uh, win any money in that one how I mean how damaging was her fall I don't know I'm assuming she it says an injury so she probably like got an ingrown toenail or something from or like a bruise. Yeah. yeah, that's really funny to me because, I mean, if you look at the Dexter thing, mm-hmm. um, the poster, it's really not that scary. First of all, I mean, it's him with the severed hand and he has it like against his chin, but it's like. <laughs> If you're spooked by that lady, I'm surprised you're not dead from a spider or something. Like, you died because you saw a spider, and you tripped and you fell and you broke your neck because of a spider. Like, I just... Yeah. What? You're going to sue the spider? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So, the article showed, like, a picture next to it, and I don't know if this was the ad that she saw, Mm -hmm. but it was the one from Dexter where he has, like, the plastic over his face, and his face is, like, really close to the... Oh. The camera. Have you seen, you know, which one I'm talking about? Yeah, that doesn't even, that's not even scary. No. It doesn't even have blood in it, I don't think. No, because, like, the main one, and, like, people that don't know, I'm a huge Dexter fan. Yeah. And 
the I mean the I think their first season, the very first season, is way scarier than that one. I mean, that's just it's yeah. literally his face with plastic wrap over it. Yeah, it's not there's not even a severed body part in it. So no. I don't know if that was the poster that caused the incident. It was just in the article. So <clears throat> that's really totally funny. be it could have totally been the severed hands. Yeah, love <laughs> Anyways. that. Okay, this next one, uh, a musician named David Roller sued David Copperfield for using his patented, quote unquote, godly powers without his permission. <laughs> so Roller saying he has these godly powers and that David Copperfield, another musician, was using them. Isn't David Copperfield a, a, a magician? Yeah, he's a very famous musician historically well-known never heard of david roller or magician 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 okay am i saying musician yeah you did i'm so sorry that's okay he's a he's a magician okay gotcha that makes more sense i was like wait what (laughs) david roller is also a magician okay gotcha yes i apologize that's okay so roller unfortunately had no patent over his um powers Mm -hmm. (laughs) powers yeah so the suit was dismissed so he decided to sue Copperfield for conspiracy to murder. Him. What? 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Roller decided to sue Copperfield for pat like a patent infringement for which he did not have a patent. And so then he was like, "Well, now I'm going to sue him, <clears throat> claiming that he's trying to kill me." So <laughs> that for- obviously there was nothing to support that. First of all, how do you patent something that is not really like? How do you patent a? <laughs> I don't even know an how to word object. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know how to an word idea. it because it's so stupid. Like you know, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there was no facts to support the claim that Copperfield was attempting to murder David Roller, <laughs> um, and apparently Roller had a lot of other frivolous lawsuits and others against Copperfield himself. So the judge barred him from filing any similar claims in the future. Uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> he was basically just peeved that Copperfield was more famous than he was. Yeah, because it's like, are you going to go and sue all the other magicians out there? Like, are you going to go for yeah. like Chris Angel next? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Chris Angel. Oh. Love, I love him. Love him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this one is a man in Michigan. He sued Anheuser Busch for misleading advertising, Ooh, which is oh. a big one. A lot of people sue for this. Yes. He claimed he drank the company's products only because their commercials promised beautiful women and tropical beaches. Oh, Jesus. So he thought if he drank some Bush Light, <laughs> he would just be surrounded by hot girls and beaches. He sued for $10,000 for physical and mental injury, emotional distress, and financial loss. <laughs> what financial loss did he get All from the that? beer. All those 30 packs. <laughs> he counted oh. up how many 30 packs he bought waiting for his hot girls and beaches. And they never showed his up. His beaches and beaches. And that he added that up to $10,000. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, the courts ruled in favor of Anheuser-Busch. I would, I would hope so. <laughs> okay, this next one. This next one, it's stupid, but I I kinda I kinda get it. Okay. So this woman is from California and she sued Fresh, which is a makeup company. Oh uh-huh. Okay, so a woman in California sued Fresh, a makeup company, for their sugar lip treatment balm. Mm-hmm. Let me look up what this looks like. Hold on. I've used it before. Really? Uh-huh. So is it like a 
a it, tube that you twist up. Yeah, so it looks like a normal chapstick, but there's uh, sugar in it, so it's supposed to like exfoliate oh. your lips. Okay, so it's like a like a tube of lipstick. Yeah. Okay. So she said that Fresh was being deceiving about the amount of lip balm in the tube, claiming that only seventy five percent of the lip balm was accessible in the tube, mm. and that the remaining twenty five percent couldn't be accessed. Yeah, I could see that. So, like, that little plastic piece that holds it in there, basically, that has, like, 25% of the lip balm that you can't really use because it's in that little plastic thing uh-huh. that, that when it pushes up. Um, so, yeah, that was her argument, which, like, I totally get it. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel that way about a lot of products. Like, I feel like I can't get everything out of it. And I see all these videos of people, like, cutting open their toothpaste and, like, all this stuff. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I don't got time for that. Yeah, it's really interesting – I was in like this weird part of my life where I would cut open things and get a lot more out of it just because you really don't understand how much you are wasting until you actually do that because I remember I had a um, eyeshadow primer. It was the Mm -hmm. potion whatever by Urban Decay and Mm -hmm. it came in that weird like little tube thing and has a wand or whatever and it looks like it's fresh out so you're like okay let me toss this but like Mm -hmm. I cut it open and I Mm -hmm. squeezed out probably a good I mean I could use that for another at least another month and so yeah it's really interesting and I don't know if I mean, I don't know why people would do that. Like, why why companies would do that on purpose? Because, I mean, they're wasting the product. But at the same time, it's like, it's interesting because of how much you are wasting. Because if you think, yeah. if you think of foundation, and this is just for like for cosmetics, but if you think of like foundation and concealer and stuff, like the amount of product mm-hmm. that you're not getting at the end, is kind of mind blowing. To be honest, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I did buy these. Like, they're like little tiny itty bitty spatulas. Oh, yeah. I sell them at Ulta. And I've definitely used those before for this foundation because there's this foundation that I'm obsessed with that's been discontinued and it's so annoying. Mm -hmm. And so I got down to the last little bit and you better believe I scraped the rest of that out because I literally could not get more. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people just throw it away. I mean, imagine if you think about all of the shampoo that you're probably wasting because you can't get Mm -hmm. it all out. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Because, like, I use shampoo until it's literally gone. Like, I mm-hmm. And then you add a little bit of water and then you keep oh, using it. <laughs> oh, 100%. Because, like, I, yeah. don't, I don't like to waste that kind of stuff. So, I I mean, yeah. I can understand her frustration, her frustration. But at the same time, just take, you know, get something, spoon mm-hmm. it out, and you mm-hmm. know, put it in a little jar or something. And then you can use the rest of it. But I completely understand. Yeah, but I completely understand her frustration. But like, don't buy the oh, product. Yeah. Just don't buy the product. Like, do you? Well, do that you- was the argument that the article made. Like, first of all, you bought it. Second right. of all, there are ways to use the rest of it. It's not unusable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of like the point. And like, you know, companies. It's not like they're like, hoo hoo, we're gonna cheat them out of this product. Right. Uh-huh. We're gonna charge something they can't use. That's not the point. The point is to make it as user friendly as possible. Right. And in doing so makes it so it's hard to use some of the product. Like that's kind of just the long and the short of it. Mm-hmm. But is it worth suing a company over? Probably not. No, <laughs> most definitely not. Yeah. So anyways, her case was dismissed because the, the amount of actual physical lip balm in the tube is accurate. It's just you can't access some of it. Yeah. As intended. So. Right. Yeah. Okay, um, here's another um, 
another person who sued Starbucks about the ice. <laughs> so this was in 2016. A man in Illinois sued Starbucks saying that they were misrepresenting the amount of liquid in the iced beverages mm-hmm. and that they were cheating customers out of product by adding more ice. Mm-hmm. And he was seeking damages for fraud, breach of express warranty, unjust enrichments, and violations of consumer protection laws. Oh. I always like to hear like what the actual claims are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know what any of those things mean. <laughs> Me but anyways, his case was dismissed because um, nobody could prove that Starbucks advertising was actually deceptive. And yeah. the judge agreed that a reasonable consumer would expect ice in their iced beverage. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, if you go, I dated a guy who anywhere we went, he always asked for no ice. Always. Mm. I'm like, mm-hmm. why do you do that? He's like, you get more soda. I'm like, do you though? Like, <laughs> yeah. the I mean, o- you do. Yeah, I mean, the only place that I would say light ice or no ice is freaking Chick Fil A, man. Oh my god, they yeah, they, they put way too much. Put, ice. I literally get a large every time, and I drink it all before I get home. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? It's like four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They I need to ask for no ice on the, their stuff because they put a yeah. lot of ice on there. But yeah, I'm not gonna lie though. That little bit of soda that's flat mm-hmm. and has melted ice in it at the end. It's your favorite. That's the it? best. Yep, same. That's the best. Yep. <laughs> I was drink. I was leaving work the other day. <clears throat> I was leaving work the other day, and I'd gone to McDonald's at lunch, and I was drinking the rest of it. My little bit at the end that's melted and mm-hmm. flat. My favorite part. And my boss was like, "Ew, when is that from?" And I was like, "Lunch today." And he was like, "Gross, isn't it like?" melted and i was like yeah this is the best part and he was like that's literally disgusting and i'm like okay apparently i'm the only i'm so glad you don't feel that way because i thought i was the only one that liked the little flat melty part of no, the soda <laughs> i do and it's funny because like growing up i always remembered my mom she would uh she would get like a coke or diet coke or whatever and then when she got home it would be almost empty and she would just put either water or more Coke inside of it. And so, like, I just remember mm-hmm. growing up, like, what is this? Like, oh, it's Diet Coke and take a sip and it's, like, mostly water. And I'm like, no, yeah. no it's not. And then <laughs> I, I find myself doing that, especially with my, like, iced tea from Chick-fil-A. And it's, like, it's mm-hmm. so it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mom is the one that asks for extra, extra ice. Ew. Always in everything. No. Why? Especially her tea. I don't know. She just wants to have three sips, I guess. Apparently, can you imagine if you got extra ice at, at Chick Fil A, you'd be drinking air. <laughs> I remember working at when I worked at Sonic, there were people that would want like the cup packed with ice. So we would literally fill it with ice, smash the like ice scoop on it, and pack it in, and put more ice in, and then put the drink in. Ew. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> I know. People are weird. But we also had people that would order a cup of ice with just cherry flavoring in it. Ew. And I'm pretty sure they would just add their own beverage. It sounds like they would go home and put vodka in it. Probably. It's actually not a bad idea. Lemonade, maybe. I don't know. I mean, we had lemonade. So I'm just sure. I I can't think of anything that maybe they like Pepsi better. (laughs) They didn't want Coke. Still, that's just kind of (laughs) weird. It's super weird. So I've I've heard of every drink combination, I feel like. Or the people that get... People that get like slushy flavors in their soda. Ew. Like, so, like I remember somebody asking for a green apple Dr. Pepper. Ew. Yeah. There's already so many flavors in Dr. Pepper. Yeah, there's Ugh. 23. Yeah, so gross. To be exact. To be exact. 
Okay, here is my last article for frivolous litigation. Ooh. This is from um, an article on frivolous lawsuits from lawfirms.com. Mm-hmm. I don't love this article. They're really funny, but they don't really give the outcome. So that's why I put it at the end. But there's still some really funny ones. Yeah. So we'll just kind of have to imagine that none of these got anything out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So the first one is a Michigan prisoner sued the state of Michigan for the food in prison that was causing him flatulence. (laughs) Which, like, I can relate. I have constant (laughs) flatulence. So if I was eating food that was making it worse. Yeah. I mean, like, his his cellmate or whatever probably beats the shit out of him because he's farting all night. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? But, like, I am being caused pain because your food is making me fart. Yeah, they probably – it's probably uh, a lot of beans. Probably. I don't I don't know what prison food is like, but I'm sure it probably will make you fart quite often. I would think. Yes, yeah. I would think. Okay, another guy sued Microsoft for Internet Explorer not deleting his search history. Ooh. So what he was looking up was how to bomb a building. <gasps> but he thought he set his search history to erase every five days. Uh-huh. But when the FBI stormed his home after they found out he had also materials to make a bomb. Oh, my God. At his house, he was arrested. So he sued Microsoft for not deleting his search history. Okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you are searching that kind of stuff, they're going to find it regardless, even if oh, it yeah. is deleted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and if you're that worried about it, just go and delete it right after you're done looking at it. Exactly. Yeah. Or don't. Or don't. Yeah. Just don't, don't make don't a do bomb. That. Yeah. You're an idiot. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So, um, this 19-year-old kid sued his neighbor for $74,000 for running over his hand with his car. Okay. So the 19-year-old's neighbor ran over his car. Ran over his hand, excuse me, <laughs> with his car. <laughs> I'm trying to phrase this in a way that makes sense. I'm making it worse. <laughs> his neighbor ran over his whole car. With oh, his whole, body. Yeah, his whole car. It's like, it was crazy. You should have seen it. <laughs> Okay, so the 19-year-old sued the neighbor for $74,000 for running over his hand. Mm -hmm. Turns out this kid was actually stealing the hubcaps off the car, and that's why his hand got (laughs) ran over. But he still won the lawsuit. What? Yeah. So you can go and steal somebody's hubcap, and then it runs over the hand, and you can sue them, and then you win? Yep. How? Yep. Yep, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I don't like about this article. It didn't give a whole lot of details, but he did. It did say that the 19 year old kid won the lawsuit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's like that if sucks. you. That's like if you try to do like a like a robbery and you walk into somebody's house and like they like their dog bites you and then you sue them. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you are in my. Hello and welcome to the small business chat on this episode of Fluff Stuff. Every month, we like to shout out a local small business. In this episode, we will be talking about 1611 Boutique. Kristen started 1611 Boutique in May of 2019. She said she's always loved fashion and being up to date on the latest trends, helping people feel beautiful and empowered through clothing. Kristen said she decided to start a small business because she loves boutique shopping and was spending all of her money on it. So her husband told her if you love to shop, then just make a business out of it and make that money, honey. 
Her main demographic is anywhere from girls in high school to someone her mom's age. When I asked her what was something that she learned that was unexpected that comes along with owning a small business, she said, all the time it takes. She knew it would take a lot of time, but she had no idea how much time it would take to do everything. Little things like doing your books and doing your taxes. She is a one woman show and she does it all. Advice she would give for someone interested in starting a small business. She said, find something you love and put your whole heart into it. Once you find that, you are golden. Another piece of advice she said is, after you start, never doubt yourself or your business. Even in the toughest times, you will always have to believe in yourself. That is what makes a successful business and a confident business owner. You can check out 1611 Boutique by going to www.1611boutique.com. That's 1611 all spelled out. You can also find her on Instagram at 1611 Boutique. Be sure to check her out and her new line, 1611 Fit, which features cute athleisure styles that can take you from day to night. Now back to the episode. This woman was awarded $80,000 in a lawsuit over tripping her own tripping over her own son in a store in Texas. <laughs> okay, I can't hear I can't wait to hear more about this one. That's all I know. Oh. I'm sorry. I know. This 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 article sucks, but they're so funny. Dang it. But there's literally no information. That's just all it said. So I imagine <laughs> I imagine her walking in a grocery store with her son. She trips over her son. And then who does she sue? Um her son? <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. I'll I'll read the full thing on okay. this article. It okay. says, a woman in Austin, Texas was awarded $80,000 after she broke her ankle tripping over a toddler who was running inside a furniture store she was shopping in. The store owners were very surprised by the verdict because the toddler running in the store was her own son. <laughs> That's all it says. So... I don't know. I don't know how she finagled that, but that's pretty impressive. That is very impressive. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm honestly jealous. Oh, God, yeah. Um, okay, so this per- this woman in Oklahoma purchased a Winnebago, which is an RV, a recreational vehicle, mm-hmm. 32, 32 feet long, very large vehicle. She was coming home from a football game when she decided to set the cruise control and went into the cabin of the Winnebago to make her Winnebago to make herself a sandwich. Mm-hmm. So she's the car is driving. She's driving the car. She puts it in cruise control, which just sets the speed. <laughs> leaves the driver's seat to go into the back of the Winnebago to make herself a sandwich. Oh no! So the car obviously veered off the road and crashed. Uh huh. According to this article, it doesn't say that anybody was hurt. So the woman sued Winnebago, the company. She was awarded $1.75 million plus a new Winnebago because Winnebago did not include in the owner's manual that you can't leave the driver's seat while the RV is in cruise control. Wow. Now, I would just like to add an addendum to this. I snopsed this. Have you ever used Snopes? Yes. It's probably not true. Okay. But it's still really funny. <laughs> okay. Because I read this and I was like, there's no freaking way. So I don't think it's true, but it's still really funny. It sounds like to me something that like could be true, mm-hmm. but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like, there's no way that she was that dumb to no. do that. And I mean, it sounds like she did it on purpose if it was true. Yeah. So yeah. There's a 
big difference between cruise control and autopilot. Yeah, and I'm believe- and I think she thought she had autopilot. Yeah, and I believe only like one car right now has autopilot, and that's a Tesla. So yeah, pretty, yeah, a Tesla. Yeah, for sure. Okay, this one is uh, a man who sued Michael Jordan, the NBA player. <laughs> okay, he sued Michael Jordan and the founder of Nike, Phil Knight. For $832 million. Jesus Christ. Why, you ask? Because this man just happens to look a lot like Michael Jordan, and people approach him in public because of it. <laughs> and he also represented himself in his defense. <laughs> Please tell me it's a short, fat, white guy. Please tell me it's a short, <laughs> fat, white guy. <laughs> I don't know. There wasn't a picture of him. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh, my God, yeah. That would be really funny. Um, yeah, so he's basically suing Michael Jordan for being famous. <laughs> like, thanks to you, people come up to me and say, wow, you're Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sue you. <laughs> yeah, basically. Interesting. <laughs> okay. 1998, a Kellogg sued Exxon. I said a Kellogg. I'm sorry. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> 1998, Kellogg, the cereal company, sued Exxon which is a gas station. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's yeah. not around here really, but I think I've seen them other places, mm-hmm. like maybe Missouri or something. Anyways, um, Kellogg sued Exxon because the customers, they thought customers would confuse the gas station's tiger logo with Tony the Tiger. Does Exxon have a mascot? <laughs> I guess they have a, quote, whimsical tiger logo. Because the only Exxon that I can think of in my head is like literally the thing like, like at the gas station, it literally just says Exxon and like white lettering. Yeah. Um. So I just Googled it. And now I do recognize this. It says Exxon Mobil and there's literally a picture of a real live tiger next to it. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to pull it up. But there is another one. This one looks really old. And it it's like a tiger, like a cartoon tiger, like flexing his muscles. So, I mean, it, it could kind of look like Tony the Tiger. Did they win? <laughs> um... Sorry, let me go back. Okay, it didn't matter because Exxon had already been using the logo for 30 years before Kellogg started using the logo, so the it was to- it was thrown out. Okay, this one's funny. This one's from 1996 in Florida. Um, a physical therapist actually sued a strip club. Okay. He claimed he got whiplash from a lap dance <laughs> because of the dancer's large breasts. <laughs> claimed that he suffered physical harm and mental anguish because of her breasts saying it felt like he was being hit by cement blocks <laughs> he was asking for fifteen thousand dollars but these claims were denied <laughs> her, her boobs were too big and it- yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds like to me like it was fake but i don't know that's really funny yeah yeah okay so this is the last one i have this one's interesting and it's probably one you've heard of i had heard of it too but i didn't know all the details okay this one's from 1992 a woman orders a cup of coffee from mcdonald's she was sitting in the passenger seat of a car um which was pulled over so she could add sugar to her coffee so she's in the car, the passenger seat. She's trying to add sugar to her coffee, takes the lid off. When she removes the lid, she spilled her coffee on her lap. Mm-hmm. 
she suffered third degree burns on six percent of her body which that sucks yeah I mean, that, that would hurt a yeah. lot especially on like your crotch area i'm assuming like your legs mm-hmm. that would hurt so she sought twenty thousand dollars in damages and mcdonald's refused to settle out of court oh meaning like Here's, she ended up having to take McDonald's to court. Yeah, like I guess she McDonald's wasn't like, here's money, be quiet. Like, we're gonna take this to court. Yeah. So turns out they should have settled outside of court. Cause um this woman was eventually awarded two hundred thousand dollars in compensatory damages. Yeah. They reduced it to one sixty, one hundred and sixty thousand, because she was found to be twenty percent at fault for spilling it. Yeah. And then they were the rest at fault for having the coffee too hot. Mm-hmm. And then she was um, awarded $2.7 million in punitive damages. Holy crap. Now, what is punitive damages, yeah. I ask? I have no idea. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> I don't know. Punitive damages. Damages exceeding simple compensation and awarded to punish the defendant. Okay. I just don't get it. Yeah, me either. Okay, here, here's another example. Punitive damages or exemplary damages are damages assessed in order to punish the defendant. So in this case, that would be McDonald's for outrageous conduct and or to refer or reform or deter the defendant and others from engaging in similar conduct. Okay. So she was awarded $2.7 million to punish McDonald's so that they wouldn't make their coffee so hot anymore. Interesting. Okay. Is my, is my yeah. base level assessment. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So I saved that one for the end because it's the it's a big payout, which most of these are not. Yeah, so that's a and lot. actually made bank on mm-hmm. McDonald's hot coffee. Yeah. Was this a reason why they had to put caution hot on the cups? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. I couldn't remember if that was um the right one or not. Yeah. So I remember when I worked at Sonic, obviously this was much later than this incident. This was in like the nineties. But when I worked at Sonic, there was another like upstirring of this type of lawsuit because I remember we had these coffee cups that did not say that on the lid. Mm. They didn't say caution hot. And so my boss had to go buy these little stickers and we had to put them on every single lid. Oh my these gosh. little bright orange like stickers that said caution hot. Yeah. So that we wouldn't get sued like McDonald's. <laughs> that's so crazy that that's the kind of yeah. – like world that we live in like you know the red bull thing like red bull gives you wings and someone's sued saying i I didn't get wings so now it has more than you know one eye in the wings part and stuff it's just it's crazy because you know people will sue other people for literally anything like uh Mm -hmm. i listened to a podcast um church of laszlo if anybody listens to 96.5 the buzz um and there, there's this guy who sued uh, a ginger ale company because there's no real ginger in the ginger ale. And I think he won. But, yeah, it's crazy. He won? I believe he did. Yeah, because there, wow. it's called ginger ale and there's no actual real ginger in it. And he sued. And I believe he won. So, jeez. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. Well, just to deter anybody from frivolously litigating... Um, in the United States, frivolous arguments may result in a penalty of up to $25,000. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. It might backfire. <laughs> sure. You might you. win your argument about ginger ale, but you also might end up owing $25,000. Yep. So those are all that I have today. 
what is something that's happened to you that you wish you could have sued about? Oh, gosh. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I don't I've never had like a moment where it's like, like, oh, I should sue for that. Or that's, you know, that's crazy. I should sue for that. I mean, I'm sure there probably has, but I don't remember but do you ever like walk down an aisle of a of a grocery store and you see a wet spot and there's not a sign? You're like, ooh, this is my oh. chance. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think the only thing that I was really upset about that I wanted to sue over in the moment was when I was on an airplane and the bathroom door lock didn't work and some guy walked in on me peeing. Oh my God. Yeah. Isn't that something they have to check before they take off? <laughs> I don't know. It was really embarrassing. And he sat behind me. So that was horrible. And um, the flight attendant, I guess is what it, what they're called, mm-hmm. came over and like fixed it. So I'm like, I think I feel like this happens a lot, whatever wow. this door problem is, because she just immediately like, fixed it. Yeah, that's you why. Know? I mean, I don't pee on airplanes. I have a very strict rule of no peeing on airplanes. <laughs> really? I, it scares me. I do not like it. I just – I. I've traveled a lot and I was on an airplane for 17 hours at one point and I didn't, and you pee. didn't pee? I didn't pee a single time. Oh my God. I can't do it. I'm pretty sure I went to the bathroom four times on my trip to Italy. <laughs> just for fun. Just I wanted to stretch my legs. Nope. Go tinkle. Come back. Nope. Nope. It's nope, a good time. Nope. Nope. No, thank you. Oh. Huh. Yeah. It freaks me out. I, I used to have, so here's just a, a let's go on a tangent, shall we? Yes. We already are. We're going to continue. Um, I used to have bathroom trauma. Oh, really? Yeah, you heard me. Yeah, bathroom trauma. Mm-hmm. Public restroom trauma. Mm-hmm. Which is, com- I think it's very common. Yeah. Public bathroom aversion. But I had aversion linked to trauma. Oh, no. If you can believe it. So I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I was going to the bathroom at school. I was in maybe like first or second grade. I want to say I was little and this little girl younger than me, maybe kindergarten, I don't know, little Mm -hmm. is in the bathroom and she sticks her whole head under (laughs) the divider, like Uh not the door. She was in the stall next to me and she stuck her whole head into my stall and starts grabbing at my pants. Oh no. Like trying to take them off. No, 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 no. <laughs> I I think about this still sometimes. Uh-huh. And I get physically ill. It was horribly traumatizing. That... And I went to my teacher and told her. And she was like, oh, that's not very nice. That girl, blah, blah, blah. But nothing came. You know, I mean, an yeah. adult was like, oh, she broke you in the stall. Like, no big deal. Like, yeah. she's not, like, assaulting you. But I felt assaulted. Like, <laughs> horribly traumatized yeah you're like in this vulnerable like position and then you have this weirdo who's like let me grab at your pants and be all creepy and clown like yes and like laugh and she had one of those mouths i can remember it so distinctly (laughs) this was one of those you know uh have you seen the movie inside out no ah shit well the movie inside it's a pixar movie oh and with the core memories and Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yep, yep, yep. And she has, like, Hockey Island mm-hmm. and, like, Family Island. And those are her core yeah. personalities. I feel like for a lot of my childhood, one of mine was Bathroom Trauma Island. <laughs> I mean, when I – like, fitting rooms, mm-hmm. same thing. 
Yeah. My mom would have to stand outside the fitting room or come in with me. Public restroom, somebody would have to come stand outside the door, mm-hmm. guard the door, like the stall door, you know? Yeah. Like my friends or whatever. Like, you know, we all go to the bathroom together, but you have to stand outside my door while I pee. <laughs> and then you have to go to the bathroom. Like that's how it was for a really long time. And then when I got to adulthood, when I started having bowel issues, mm-hmm. I just had to forget about that real quick. And now I almost prefer public restrooms. You're insane. Sometimes, and I know this is crazy. I know it is. Sometimes I go to Target just to do a number two. Yeah, you're insane. <laughs> An actual insane human being. Something about it. You take a couple laps around Target and it just comes right out. No, I can't. That's no. <laughs> I don't I don't like public restrooms. Like, I know most people don't like public restrooms because, A, they're gross, and B, you're in public. But, like, there's just something about them. Like, I am, like, I just can't do it. Because every place that I've worked, like, um, when I worked at a inside sales shop in Gardner, um, it was, like, stall situation. I would Mm -hmm. go to the other side of the building to the very top floor where I know nobody works and go to the bathroom there. I don't really, I hate being somewhere where I know somebody is going to walk in and it's like, Oh, they, you know, they think I'm in here for a really long time. I wonder what they think I'm doing or, you know, I feel like that person is like looking at like, Oh, that person's weird. She's like in the bathroom. (laughs) How weird you're peeing. I What a strange thing to do. I can't explain what I I can't explain it. But like when I worked at the bank, we had, uh, we didn't have public restrooms. And so I would have like the bathroom all to myself because I I work with boys. So we had a girl's bathroom and a boy's bathroom. And like, I loved that. Love, love, love that. Because it was my own little space and everything. And like the place that I work at now, it's the same things. It's 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 stall situation. And I would go down to the sixth floor and <laughs> sixth floor walk around. And if I open the door, there's like the lights are on a timer. So like every 30 minutes they turn off. So like when I walk in there, I'm like, oh perfect. The lights are off. No one's been in here for 30 minutes. Like I'm good. Like it's just it's weird. And I know that it's weird, but I I would rather hold it and go home. Even if I'm about to pee my pants, I will hold it until I get home. That is so fascinating to me. Yeah, I can't. It's just too much for me to handle. <laughs> so we have something that's interesting. Hmm. Have you ever heard of the spotlight effect? Uh-uh. So this is a, a social phenomenon. I am very I'm very interested in social phenomenons. So you will learn this about me. You've <laughs> <laughs> um, heard of like the bystander effect. Yeah. So things like that. So this is a similar idea. It's the, called the spotlight effect. Basically, it's where people tend to believe they are being noticed more than they really are. That's a direct quote from Wikipedia. So basically, you think that other people are watching your every move. Yes, absolutely. And are counting how many minutes you're in the bathroom mm-hmm. and paying attention to how heavy your pee stream is or whatever <laughs> you're worried about people noticing in the bathroom. Yeah. But like, that's not true. No. You know that's not true because you don't do that to other people. But it's just this social phenomenon that it's very common. Yeah. I mean, if I walk into the bathroom and I, I know that person's not peeing, I'm not like judging them. I'm not like, oh, they've probably been in there for a really long time. I bet they're on their phone being like not really doing anything. But like yeah. I go in there. I'm like, oh, someone else is in there. And I'm like, 
well, this sucks. I'm probably don't just, think much of it. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm going to turn yeah. around and go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not looking at their shoes and memorizing what their shoes look like and then listening to their bowel movement and then thinking about it later when you see them. Yeah, no, definitely. Nobody actually does that. But, like, I think that people do that to me. Like, exactly. Yeah. They, they look at my shoes and then they'll see me later in, in the back of their head. Probably They're like, oh my God, that girl was in there for so long. I bet she was like pooping. Like, all the time you know but i'm sure they pass by me and they're like is that the new girl like who is that <laughs> like they don't care or they just don't think about anything at all and it's like it's so annoying because i'll be shopping and it's like oh i really really need to pee but i don't want to here like i'll just wait until i get mm. home and that's why like i think i am able to hold my pee for a really long time like a really unhealthy amount of time yeah that is so not good for you <laughs> no it's not and I kind of blame that on like humble brag, but I've I've gone to Japan a lot and I travel to Japan like almost one or two times a year in like a three year time frame and I don't pee on airplanes. And mm-hmm. I think I learned how to hold my pee for so long because I would literally land and be like, Okay, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. Yeah, like right now. Like I haven't peed in twenty four hours, so <laughs> Oh my god. I feel like your your body is like there's no intestines, it's just one giant bladder. Yeah, I'm just full of pee. And your <laughs> and your poop just comes out through your bladder because there's no like Yeah, there's no intestines. Yeah. Anymore. yeah it, I don't have <laughs> organs. It's all urine and and poop. So have you seen those diagrams of how a woman's um internal organs get squished around when they're pregnant? Yeah, it's disgusting. That's like you, but with the bladder. <laughs> That's me, but it's just all pee. It's just all pee. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. They do. They do a, a sonogram on me, and they're like, "Where are the? F- where are your organs?" Like I'm just full of piss. Just it's like full just of it. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have. I don't want to say the direct opposite of spotlight effect. Like I'm not completely unaware of like other people being aware of me, but like I definitely feel like nobody notices me. Oh. And I'm not saying that like, okay, I'm not saying that like, <laughs> nobody ever notices me, but like, I totally feel like I can go through a store and be unnoticed. Oh, I think everybody you knows looking I mean? at me. To the, to the point where when somebody does notice me, I'm like, huh, what? You can see me? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my own world and I'm just not even, I don't even, it's not that I don't care. I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not being a dick. I'm not like taking up the whole aisle and like pretending like I'm the only person in the world that's not it it's just like I don't think people notice me because I don't know why you would yeah I feel like everyone looks at me and they're judging me they're like her hair is so gross but it's like (laughs) I don't walk around and and judge people I mean unless they need to be judged then I'm like yeah you know maybe not do that with your hair but it's like yeah, I I feel like everyone just looks at me and they're like oh her cellulite why did she wear those leggings (laughs) Oh my gosh, Cassidy! I know I'm horrible. I need therapy. But That's I can't, not. <laughs> I can't afford. I can't afford therapy. Meanwhile, I'm in the store picking up my own butt crack because <laughs> I don't think people are looking at me. <laughs> I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> Hannah's in the aisle. She's <laughs> going. She's digging for gold. Yeah, she's farting. She's like picking oh, her yes. nose and just like don't care. I frequently fart in stores. <laughs> Yeah, loudly i don't even care i truly don't because who are these people i don't care 
The you the chances of you seeing those people and then recognizing you is zero to none. So I exactly yeah. I'm inherently aware of that. And the walking part is my favorite. And I will intentionally walk past people. And most of the time, they don't even notice. I mean, it's not like I'm echoing. It's a loud store. There's a lot of noises. Like, you know, I just don't care. I have such a horrible stomach pain if I hold my farts in. It's just not worth it. So I just let it out. That's so funny. It's very freeing. I didn't used to be that way. I used to hold them in because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't just want to fart. Yeah. But I I have chronic gastritis. It's a condition. I've had it since I was a kid. And I get horrible inflammation if I don't flatulate. <laughs> <laughs> and I just decided a few years ago, six or seven years ago, that I just was, I don't care. I'm just going to fart and let it go. It's a, it's a normal bodily function. People belch. Yeah. And it's not a big deal. Yeah. That's how I think of it. Anyways, I don't know how we got here, <laughs> but here we are. Love it. <laughs> um, oh, we were talking about if I had to sue for something, it would be that bathroom. Right. Okay. Yep, got it. <laughs> Circling back to lawsuits. So um, that's all I have for this episode. I thought it was a fun topic and just people insanity, you know, mm-hmm. suing over stupid stuff. So again, just be careful what you sue for. It cost you 25000 Yep. Don't be stupid, people. Don't be stupid. Just don't be stupid. Okay. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Fluff Stuff Official. We post every Sunday at 2 p.m. Central Time. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Anchor FM slash Fluff Stuff. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in our next episode. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fluff Stuff. You can find us on Instagram at FluffStuffOfficial. Please be sure to check out 1611 Boutique's website listed in the show notes for this episode. We release new episodes every Sunday at 2 p.m. You can find us on Spotify or go to anchor.fm slash fluffstuff.